we can now cause massive, and I'm talking like massive, massive amounts of weight loss with just medications, almost beating gastric bypass, or at least coming very, very close. Let me tell you guys a funny story. So I was sent this patient um, probably two or three months ago. Uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, like back in April or May. And he was sent to me mostly to be cleared for gastric bypass surgery. And when, when I saw the patient, they he didn't know when he was going to have gastric bypass because they wouldn't approve it because he was 460 pounds, 462 pounds, something like that. So the gastric surgeon was not going to do the bypass unless he got down to the 300s. So he sent him to me for clearance. You know, this the, the doctor is a friend of mine, the gastric surgeon is a friend of mine. He wanted cardiac clearance that this guy is going to survive and be okay for surgery and that nothing horrible would happen. Now, also, I'm a weight loss physician and I practice obesity medicine. So one of the biggest concerns or one of the things that I can do is I can make this guy lose weight. So I talked to the patient and I was like, hey, listen, you know, they're not going to do the surgery. You're 470 pounds. Um, if you don't get into the 300s, there's no way they would operate on you. He's like, yeah, I know, doc. I'm not sure what to do. He says he's tried everything. He's tried counting calories. He's tried various diets. He's tried everything you could possibly imagine other than weight loss medications. And as you guys know, I'm a huge proponent of these new medications because they cause an insane amount of weight loss and it's almost effortless. I mean, you have patients that be like, man, doc, I've been trying to lose weight for 30 years. This is it. This is what caused weight loss for me. And it's been fantastic. I don't even know what to say. So um, these new weight loss medications are absolutely life altering. So here, here was my approach with him and my approach with probably the vast majority of patients, depending on the patient, we might change it up a little bit. So I said to him, all right, listen, why don't we first do some lab work? Because if you're diabetic or insulin resistant or metabolic syndrome, you automatically qualify for a lot of these other newer medications, the Ozempics, Wigovis, Trulicities, Victozas, you know, all these new GLP-1s, um, Manjaro, for example, all this stuff. So we did a bunch of lab work and obviously it turned out he, he was diabetic. Now, not everyone that's morbidly obese is diabetic. That's been established. It's genetic. If you don't have the genes for it, you're not going to get uh, diabetes. So we did the labs and he was. So normally, and even if he wasn't, this is what I normally do with most people. I put him on uh, metformin, uh, which is a diabetes medication that causes uh, some amount of weight loss, 3 to maybe 10% weight loss. And then I put him on fentramine. Fentramine is a medication that we use a lot too, both of which are generic, both of which if they're not authorized by your insurance, you can just say, you know what, I'll just pay cash for it. It should not cost more than maybe a few bucks for the metformin, 10, 15, maybe 20 bucks if that for the uh, fentramine. Now, some people have weird effects from fentramine like dry mouth, mouth ulcers, anxiety, tachycardia, because it is a bit of a stimulant. In that case... Um, we'll usually switch people over to uh, diethylpropion. Um, so that that's not what I switched with him. I left him on the metoprolol, uh, the metformin, and the uh, 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 fentramine, and he did really, really, really well. Um, I remember at one point he stalled out. I think he lost 60 pounds and then stalled a little. That's when we added the Ozempic, and he already qualified for it for it because he's already on metformin. And he's diabetic, so he qualifies for it. So we added the Ozempic, and it didn't even take a huge dose. I think he was just on the starting dose, the 0.25. 
uh, once a week injection. Obviously, it's an injection, so it's a little bit different than taking pills. They are working on a uh, oral form for weight loss. The oral form of Ozempic is called Ribelsis. It's just not good enough for weight loss. You know, it comes in uh, some pretty low doses, and the oral form is it just doesn't cause as much weight loss as the uh, the injectable. So they're coming out with a fifty milligram dose that appears to be. Uh, a good dose for weight loss that is oral. Um, so there's that. So he started the Ozempic, and now I, I believe I, I just seen him a few days ago, maybe a week ago, and he's down over 100 pounds. I think his last weight was 326, just since April, or maybe mid, mid-April-ish, mid something like that, from 462-ish, 463, something like that, down to 326. Um, still obviously morbidly obese, but also has lost well over a hundred pounds, maybe like 125 ish, maybe more. And this is all with medications. So he, he looked at me and he was laughing and he said, well, if it keeps going like this and it keeps going this well, I don't need, I don't know that I need the gastric bypass surgery. And obviously I agree if we can get you to lose weight, with these medications and you controlling your eating, increasing activity levels, lifting weights, which he had already kind of been doing all along. He's a young person. It's not like an old, frail, you know, 70 or 80 year old. This is a younger 20-ish probably person. I don't remember his exact age, maybe 30. I don't remember. Um, but he works out. He has a hard, laborious job. He doesn't just sit around all day. He's already very, very active. These medications are life-changing for a lot of people. This is the closest we've been to beating gastric bypass surgery. Gastric bypass has always been the gold standard. Nothing has beaten gastric bypass. The old uh, Roux and Y gastric bypass has the best outcomes. People can lose up to 30% of their body weight rather quickly. So these medications now, and it all started back with Bieta, you know, Xanatide, um, then liraglutide, which was Saxenda, which was the dose that was approved for weight loss. Now you have Trulicity and um, Wegovi, Manjaro, you know, semaglutide, those. Um, these medications have been life-changing. So many people, it just alters something. Um, it does cause gastroparesis, which is like it slows the gut emptying um, so that your stomach doesn't empty as much. So you like feel fuller a little bit longer. You don't get those hunger cravings or hunger signaling anymore. So there's that. And then for whatever reason, it just alters something about your mind. I've had so many patients say to me that the voices in their head that tell them they need to eat or that it's time to eat or they're obsessed with food just kind of go away. Like imagine you're at a buffet and you eat the, you know, salad and salmon and then you go back up and you see the ribeye calling your name and the potatoes and the sweet potato fries and the mashed potatoes and the garlic butter this and the lobster tails and, you know, all that food noise and cravings goes away. And this is something very new, very recent. We don't really understand it or know why this happens, but it's very, very, very fascinating. I'll tell you that much. So now we have ways... Um, that we have medications and therapeutics that can create a tremendous amount of weight loss without gastric bypass. Um, so I don't know if we're going to put the gastric bypass surgeons out of jobs. Maybe, maybe not, probably not. But it's fascinating um, that this is uh, happening. Um, it's, it's really, it's really, really strange. And I'm sure at some point in the future, we'll know 
what happens. Now, a lot of people have criticized these medications. They say, well, a lot of people are losing muscle mass. So it's not the medications act. You're not losing muscle because of the medications. You're losing muscle because you're losing weight quickly. All of the studies that have been done on weight loss show that the faster you lose weight, the more likely you are to lose lean body mass. And lean body mass does not necessarily mean muscle. Lean body mass is like your organs, the water weight, you know, the glycogen stores in your organs. Like it's it's everything. It's not just, you're not just losing muscle. You're losing like organ size shrinks. Your water retention goes down. A lot of patients notice that the swelling in their legs improves. They got better vascular um you know, the blood flows better in their legs, the varicose veins improve, things like that. You know, you get this, um, a lot of changes in body mass and body water, glycogen stores, organ sizes shrink, you know, all those kind of things improve. Um, so the faster you lose weight, the more likely you are to lose lean body mass. And we've seen with gastric bypass and other rapid weight loss uh, procedures and techniques that people can lose up to 25, maybe 30% of their weight comes from muscle loss or like lean body mass. Let's say you lose 100 pounds, 20 to 30 pounds of that would could be muscle loss or lean body mass losses if you lost the weight quickly, which is why we've recommended that people try to lose weight slowly. The slower you lose the weight, the better, which is part of my actual frame, my actual weight loss framework. If you download my book or grab it from drallo.net slash book, you'll find all of the data and the studies on there why we recommend diet breaks. When you are dieting and in a dieting phase and you're losing weight, you're cutting calories, you're losing weight, you are going to lose some lean body mass. However, if you take diet breaks, like you go two weeks on, two weeks off, two weeks on, two weeks off, or you do like 12 weeks in a row, then take uh, you know 12 weeks in a row of a calorie deficit, and then you go into a maintenance phase where you increase your calories, take a prolonged diet break, you'll lose less lean body mass. And those are things we use to mitigate uh, muscle loss. The other things we do is we make sure you keep your protein high. The other things we do is we make sure you work out, lift weights, resistance training. All of those things help mitigate uh, muscle loss. But those are kind of the strategies around uh, medical weight loss that seem to be catching up and if maybe even surpassing uh, surgical weight loss options. So this is a new frontier. Um, there are so many more medications coming out um, in this realm. If you like this podcast, please leave me a review. That's all I ever ask of you. I am not going to run any ads on here. I want to keep this free uh, for everyone and super educational. Hope you loved it because I did. And I'll catch you guys on the other side.